Right. Uh, uh, pick the knowledge. Mm. I was gonna say, let's just go. Like I'm, I'm done playing nice. <laughs> no, but you know what I meant though. Uh, walk is like I'm not, I'm not into frustration ass whoopings either. You know what I'm saying? Like when a yeah. parent is having a bad day and then they want to take out. I was, I, I know how that felt because sometimes I used to get my ass whooped like that. Yeah. Those aren't good. Fuck that. Yeah. I don't do that to my kids. I don't give them frustration whoopings. I'll give them they fucked up and fucked something up whoopings, or they're not listening whoopings. You know what I'm saying? But not flash frustration whoopings. Those ones are like out of hand shit. That's that's you. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. are we on now? This is live? Yeah. Uh... <laughs> what we talk about before the show. Welcome to Parenting <laughs> 101 with the Indie Comics Podcast. Hell yeah. Yeah, hit me. You're going live, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I that's what I've said. <laughs> that's how we do, bro. Uh, impromptu shit. But uh yeah, meta uh I hit meta up. Uh, I was talking to him around eight o'clock, so I don't know what happened, whether he passed out or Here's went to the store. <sighs> I heard he was cuffing out a lung. And then he's trying to put it back in, but. I was going to do a quick shout out to the chat. Thank you for being so patient for us being late. Got nine people here. Got a Gus right here. What up, Gus? What is up? We got Senior Card Gauge. What up, man? We got two six. Where you been at, bro? Two six. Two. We got Mark. We got Sour Patch. Uh, you're new here. We got the Lizard. Kumi. Mike Guy. Rock is here, anyways. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I said, if if Meta comes in, I'll I'll bow out. It's all good, man. Thank you, bro. Mm -hmm. Who the hell is a slave? <laughs> uh, Damien C. Hey, what y'all think of that thumbnail, man? That shit was fire. Which one? Yeah, I enjoyed the white people getting lynched, too. <laughs> and if you want to see some, like, we'll talk about black cotton if you want to see some wild race shit turn this way now. Yeah, I haven't read that, but definitely we're going to check that out. Yeah, I saw. You said that one got a second print? Yeah. <laughs> the main man. Every time I have to post about Black Cotton, I'm going to show that ridiculous-ass picture of me wearing all that swag I bought. In the hey, I got I got something for Doomsday, his favorite book, if, whenever he shows up. so Doomsday cock. I got his first appearance of... of I'm, hey, we should put that book up as a grail, bruh. And just, I'll send it to get slab. I'll put it, and every time he shows up, I'll make sure we show the slab. First appearance of Dr. Manhattan. <laughs> first, yeah. Yeah, first Watchmen. <laughs> first Tuesday Clive. Let the guy know what's up. Hold on, what happened over here? Somebody got... What up, Off World? Uh, Land of the Rising Sun. Hey, Kate Titus, how's it going? Something happened off world. 
All right. Hopefully, uh, Offworld comes back. Uh, I think somebody accidentally uh, toasted him in yeah, the chat. Yeah, they said hello, and he got timed out. Yeah. You fucking know who you're talking to. <laughs> Be like, bitch, how dare you say hello? <laughs> yeah, and they heard you beating them kids. <laughs> Gage, what's up, man? Dirty Couch is in the chat. Again, Offworld, I hope you come back. I think you were accidentally booted, so please come back. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, just dudes. What up, bro? That's Thanks one of the me. bad things about you know moderating every single person you see. Yeah, I try to get them quick. <laughs> All right, random. You're modded, <laughs> so you're safe from being murdered. <laughs> exactly. Like you well, get a mod. Hydra, 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 Hydra. Hell, Hydra, that's right. What up, Gage? You guys in the chat are talking about time. My panel, have a All right. Turn out here. All right. So, uh, welcome to episode seven of the Indie Comic Book Podcast. Uh, what up, Stevens? Again, random. You're modded now. And, <laughs> uh, and we're talking about black. You know what I'm saying? We'll show off the book in a little bit. Not black AF. Oh, he yeah. got the book. Okay. <laughs> He's got it. He's got it. There it is. Black. I got the number one over there somewhere. All right. You got black. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to look at me today. I've had a sinus infection and I finally got medicine today. Nice. <laughs> More fucking unkempt than usual, but I'm still drinking tonight. Some Australia Jalisco. Oh. You need hot toddies, man. Yeah. No, no, no problem, bro. No problem. Make sure y'all liking this video. Almost at 20 likes. Uh, so I'll talk for a few seconds since I was the one that recommended this. Um, so one of the things that I've mentioned in some of my videos is uh, so I teach in a 60% minority school, which is huge for Kansas, um, where about 60-40 free and reduced lunch. Um, and I've got, uh, it's from Black Mask Studios for Blue Gage. Um, and I have a lot of students of color that I uh, work with both in my government classes, but then also kids who do speech and debate with me and they got real excited um when i got into comics because they're like we can find some stories about black folks and most of the stories that you know we get into like if you're not reading the other history of the dc universe uh you should be reading that the first two books have been written or are written by uh, stephen ridley and they're about like how like black uh black superheroes get tokenized and things like that from the teams that they were on so looking at ways to kind of discuss heightened uh you know racial climate and tension with kids in a classroom it's nice to be able to find a literary metaphor 
before we can kind of walk into the the real world. Uh, Random Rick, I I agree with that hundred uh, percent. Um, what up, Tyler? So one of the reasons why I recommended this book is if you've been with us every week, especially surviving. Uh, yeah, I'm in. I live in Lawrence, and I teach in Topeka, Ford. Um, so the reason, you know, if you've paid attention to the dynamics of this group, especially the like eight hour long festival from last week, um, we're very chatty. We have some overlapping elements in the way that we talk about stuff, uh, but we're, you know, six very different people at our core. And a couple weeks ago, I can't remember which book we were talking about, where we veered political a couple of times, and people in the chat were like, you're adults that are talking about politics without screaming at each other? Uh, so I figured, you know, this book, with which if you're not familiar, the reason why uh, Black folks get ostracized in this universe is because they are the only ones who can manifest superpowers or supernatural abilities. Uh, and we use that, that gets used throughout the six issue arc as kind of the metaphor for racial oppression. So given how different we are, how all over the place we are in our political leanings, you know, race, class, socioeconomic status, any of those things that make us who we are, I wanted to see us kind of take on race since it's you know we're in the midst of new conversations about civil rights about the meaning of race about the application of race uh so that's why i threw this out there and as uh km will be an expert in uh there was a spin-off three issue series called black af of black <laughs> uh, and then coming out in a couple of months is a follow-up series by the same creative team called White. So, seeing how we talk about this and kind of play with this, it gives us a book, you know, a six-issue indie run. Down the road, we can talk about the three or four-issue mini, and then when White comes out, you know, if we want to go, like, here's some weekly talk about indies that are coming out, then we can do that, too. But I do like getting angry. Yeah. But, but just, that's you why know, I wanted to throw this out into the ether and I'll be quiet. Thank you, yeah, yeah. Poser, when we actually had a political debate, that was Department of Truth that devolved into oh, yeah. politics. Ain't no problem. Now you won't get dusted, bro. There are a few issues that we talked about that went political. Um, yeah, it was also the week before that. The Department yeah. of Truth, we got real into it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Again, oh, we brought our own book. Yeah. That's when Walk talked about his fucking Pretty much juice. kinky sex machine <laughs> that even Tricky won't draw for him. <laughs> I no, I, I didn't want Tricky to draw that. I wanted him to draw the crossover. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> with the super with the wrestlers. That's what I want. My bad. Mm -hmm. No, he doesn't he didn't say he didn't want to draw it. He just says, What do you want me to draw? Like he's confused. 
<laughs> which is, uh, you know, not my fault. I mean, not not his fault either. You know, I just want like morphing heads. That's all. Oh, Tyler, Tyler, I didn't help you at all. I just, I, I just, I just was like, what the fuck? <laughs> These questions are deliberately rigged against me. That's pretty much all I did. <laughs> okay. Sorry, well, go ahead. Are you you were responding to Shattered Glass? Yeah, Tyler. I don't know people's names. You're still rock. I don't even know yours. Yeah, the, which is weird because like I've actually gotten like an icon now and my icon isn't on here. Yeah, where's it at? Wait, I, yeah, thought, I, I thought Rock's name was Philip Morris. Philip Morris, no, no, it's Joe Camel. <laughs> Joe Camel. <laughs> Mr. Cool. All right, later, Costa. Okay, so... Uh, so who read the damn book? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I did. Yeah, I, I did. Not, yeah, not so did I. Book. <laughs> not I did not. Book. I'm new here, and I don't do my fucking homework, apparently. We get it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Happy, woman. <laughs> Happy Women's Month. No. <laughs> the bitch that didn't do her homework. <laughs> um, yeah, so protagonist in the story's name is Kareem Jenkins, right? Or did I? I know it's Kareem in the beginning, right? You're correct. Okay. Yeah, because you guys got to remember, I'm bad at names. So I know there's more than gotcha. other, you know, because I, I was looking for the superheroes' names. Because uh, KM brought up hood rat. But I'm saying there's a lot more other words that they used for uh, heroes that were equally yeah, yeah, racially motivated. Yeah. Was, it, was, it, was it issue three? That's what I mean. I was reading the book, right? So, like, when we got to issue three, <laughs> and um, I was getting into it, you know, because, you know, like, like uh, Poser and, well, I'm going to call you Tori. I'm not going to call you busy, didn't do her homework. I was like, you know what? Let me get into it. You know, so I was reading and I was like, wait, it's pretty cool. So, like, you know what I mean? I got to issue three. And then, uh, you know, well, you know, when the guy's going to send somebody to go, you know, usually you send some somebody, you know, like to go get them, right? Like, you know, like, hey, you know, you like, like the X Men, right? They have certain people, they'll, they'll send Wolverine and he's, you know what I'm saying? He'll smell you out. He'll go detect where you at. He'll go get you, right? And yeah. this fool sends out some lady named Hood Rat. Come on, man. I was like, that's really Hood Rat? <laughs> you got all names. like. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, that's basically their, their play on, like, Wolfsbane or something. <laughs> yeah, it's Tory. <laughs> <laughs> or, or so I, I infer, you know, like, hey, Wolfsbane or Pharaoh. Because these are basically the X-Men, but they're all black characters, is, is how I'm like black exploitation um, X Men. Yes, is, but they chose they chose names that like basically honored black exploitation. Well, why wouldn't they honor black exploitation? That's is exploitation. Uh, that's a, that's a historic right. uh, genre, I guess. Uh, yeah, where... Okay. All right. Well, look, they talked in like I mean, Dolomite. You know, I, I talk slang. And I couldn't keep up with the just the fucking chopped up slang that they kept talking. 
Exactly, Hydra. Good ass point because I mean, I spoke slang a little bit before, but come on, man, that was a little bit beyond slang. It was like, like that was like, I don't know what the fuck that was. Like, like, I mean, they did it with every the white single people. sentence was like, "Yo," and this, and kind of like, kind of like, this is whack. Like, not everybody speaks that way. Even when we're in the hood, we might have a couple slang words, but we don't always speak like that. Like, that's not. It kind of threw me off a little bit. I was like, when I was young, we didn't all speak this way. Like, I felt like it was slang mixed with like Uganda or something. It was so no, 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 no. It was it was all straight up slang. It was just yeah. it was just like that was it. It was straight up slang. Like that is not it, it wasn't slang. It was more like a dialect uh, than it's anything. Slang like, jive, <laughs> jive, <laughs> jive. What is this? The nineteen fifties? Yeah, we had jive, bro. You jive ass bitch. <laughs> hey, cool. Hey, jive, turkey. jive turkey. This close. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, um, obviously, I mean, they're using it in the comic book, so this slang is pretty old already. And by the time it reaches our old asses, that shit's just not even cool anymore. You know, yeah, right. some Wakanda ass slang, bro. <laughs> no the people in Wakanda spoke better English than most of the people in America and England. What? Yeah. Chris was in the house. I don't when know. I've heard. When did you ever hear in Black Panther say, have somebody say, with you? I don't know. I only saw the trailer. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think so. Wait, wait, pose it, pose it. Where you at, Pimpin? So, in, like, in terms red, of black. <laughs> where were you at with all that extra slang? Did you think, were you following the slang? Don't give me that. Oh, I'm the white guy that don't know nothing about slang. I know you heard slang before. You, 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 you're nice. No, it doesn't throw me off. And here's again where I'll kind of go yeah. philosophical aside again. There are a lot of people talking about kind of the rebirth of like AAVE or African American vernacular English as its oh, own language, right? So That's here a we're talking thing. about it as slang and giving it all of these other labels. And I'm aware that, you know, KM, it might not be the way where folks speak all the way in, in your neck of the woods, mm -hmm. but if it's a question of like a standpoint of like linguistic truth, where the author can come from, like, sure. It might be a little over the top, Sure, it might be a little, you know, of a throwback to black exploitation, but I think those give two kind of powerful tropes to kind of build uh, the like areas of empowerment. Yeah, random Rick. A A V E is uh, like ebonics. Like yes, modern yeah, evolution of ebonics. Ebonics two Yeah. Yeah, which I was never taught in schools, so I don't I don't know how many people were taught ebonics. No one was taught ebonics at yeah. all in school, ever. Yeah, so I don't know why it's a big uh, deal <laughs> right now. I mean, I agree, Deuce. You know what? What do we want to? What's the goal of education in uh, in America? It's to help you get a job. Per se, you know. Shout out to Oakland. So why would they uh, 
What's up? So why would they say, uh, you know, you're supposed to learn Ebonics and then get thrown in the world? That makes no sense to me. But but uh, I think that's some of the point, right? Like the argument is, why does a white Western dialect of English have to be the mainstream acceptable language, right? And you'll go, well, this is America. We speak English. But in the same way that we shit on, you know, country-ass white folks who speak in their own, you know, vernacular. Yeah, right? we had an example in the book. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. we're more likely to accept that than we are, you know, black slang or AAVE. Yeah, that's correct, I guess. Yeah, but on the same token, look at it this way. Look at China. China has Mandarin. That's the accepted language, correct? But the their, their, their population is 98.7% ethnically Han Chinese. Yes. And they're but, exterminating but, 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 they 1.3%. All right. Can I, I guess. Can I yeah, finish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you realize there are at least seven, eight different dialects that are accepted within that that area? Do yeah, I look like country? I studied Mandarin? I never studied Fujianese, Guanchinese. <laughs> I'm sure they do. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> there's a, there's a big difference. I mean, it's different tonal dialects. Correct. And why shouldn't that be the same here? Yeah, I, mean, I agree. I have no problem with that. I, I don't know because you see, like, um, you see? with Spanish speakers, they want you to do both. Um, you know, they don't really ask you to uh, assimilate as much yeah. if you're uh, uh, of Latin if descent. You're, it depends if you're from Spain, depends if you're from Guatemala, Puerto Rico. And they want all okay. of that. They want, actually, they want all of that. They, they, they all have different dialects, too. I'm not saying that that's different. I'm saying that it's accepted. Like, more in the job force, they're going to want you to be multi-dialectical, even if you speak this form of Spanish, this Definitely. form of German, this form of Pakistani, or whatever. I don't know the language, but, you know, Farsi and different dialects of that, they are acceptable of you having that because that gives you more of a, a value um, inside of the tech world. I mean, you know, like I have a I have somebody in my family that recruits for Apple and they literally want you to be like this person from this region, can you adapt this for iPhone users in this region? But I, you know, I mean, I almost got a job with uh with Siri just because they're like, "Hey, can you teach Siri slang?" <laughs> Yeah. And you know that's it's valued, I guess, but they also want want it for, you know the, what well, what what it is they want it for Siri. Well, that's okay. I mean, like the fact that you said the phrase multi dialectical might have something to do with it. Fucking microphone has nothing to do with Siri. No, they they actually. But then they all, you know, what the tough part for me was is they wanted me to create like half sentence, so like half questions. Make sure I hit like, that like button. And I couldn't do it. I was like, you sure? Um, I speak, you know, hey, like, check, check, I, I don't know how to ask you an indirect question. 
And that's what they wanted you to ask, like indirect questions, which is like, in my head, like a question that's you're trying to ask it, but you don't know how to ask it. And that's what the program wants you to create. And I could not create questions, have questions, because I know how to ask correct questions, I guess. But you mean you're an actual normal person? No, no. <laughs> I just... Uh... I mean, what, what type of person goes around, hey, what do you think of... Okay, okay. This is what they asked me. They asked me to make <laughs> indirect, indirect questions about Star Wars. And for the, you know, if you know my history, I've talked about it. I don't know shit about Star Wars. I know that at the end of episode four, they all got medals. And I was like, cool, that sounds like a great movie. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> and now oh, I got this. Boo this man. <laughs> Boo this man. <laughs> I'm telling you the question. This is like a literal job question they asked me. Make oh, indirect questions about medals. Star Wars. Oh, my God. <laughs> no wonder you didn't get the job. So an indirect question for that movie would be, what's that movie with that lighty thingy where they fight and people get medals in the end? That would be the indirect question, and they would expect from that question to come up with Star Wars. Yeah, and I had to come up with those questions, and I never asked questions like that. And then to ask those questions, I was like, the you know, I had thingy. to like look up the word, like, what the fuck is an indirect question, and how do I ask it? Well, the hardest oh thing God. with customer service is like when people ask you questions, you have to figure out how to respond in a way that they are going to comprehend what you're the information that you're giving them. Yeah, see, the problem is, Walk, you're too smart. You have to think really, really, really stupid for indirect questions. <laughs> and that's what's my issue. That was my issue. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. Wait, what's an indirect? <laughs> Be like, what's that? What's that lighty thing that uh, that Jedi guy? You know, he, he, he hit that guy with, you know, the... The weird, okay, okay, you know, thingy with, yeah, yeah okay. I'm this was in. this, this was coming from the guy who in our goddamn group chat used the word perfunctory, and I was like, oh fuck you, I took AP English in high school too, dick. What <laughs> I didn't take AP mean? English. I learned that when I was thirteen, motherfucker. <laughs> As with allegory. Okay, hey, I know two languages. Uh, what about everybody else? I know American English. <laughs> That's it? Yeah. I took French for three years, but I've smoked enough pot that I know, like, some of it still, but I can count <laughs> to ten. <laughs> well, see, I thought that was going a completely different way. I smoked yeah, I mean, enough too. pot to learn a different language, but no, I smoked enough pot to retain some of it. I took sign Retain language. some of it, but not all of it. Like, I don't use it enough, like, I don't know, I have big dreams to go to France, and then my dreams change. Cause I, I mean, uh, I worked customer service, and I was like, yo, what up, fam? <laughs> to the customer, you know, they show up, you know, they want a room or whatever. But I'm you like, were, what you need, bruh? You were valued with your, you speak <laughs> Spanish also, right? Also, right? Yeah. Yeah, so you were given more, like, hey, I mean, you know, that's the famous, uh, Felipe Esparza joke. He's like, I'm the one that answers the phone, so I'm like the house manager because oh, he can speak manager. English and Spanish. 
Oh, See? yeah, yeah. People were like, Cuarto Caso, una cosa, casa, una cuarto para noche. It's like, Kinga day, cabron. So that's where I get it at. I, I, I guess they, they value uh, American slang less than they value, or yeah, they value Spanish speakers more than they value Ebonic speakers. Yeah, well, especially here in Texas. <laughs> well, it's Imagine actually like being bilingual, if not more. Yeah, if you're not bilingual here in Texas, you're not getting a job, and you're probably not Mexican either. See, and that's the that's yeah. what we're, we're, that's what we're trying to draw with this AAV Ebonics. Is like your your ability to learn um, Spanish and English is valued over someone with their dialect of being. Uh, Spanish, not Spanish, but slang speakers, like, you know, they can actually talk to their community a lot better than anyone else. So yeah, that, that's, that's what we're drawing at. And if you yeah. can understand that, Hydra, then you can I'm, understand I'm sure, the, sure the Ebonics slang, argument. I'm sure the slang and the Ebonics people are getting hired in the slang and Ebonics neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Does anybody think we've actually devolved off the actual, like, prescient topic? Well, we are. Yeah. It, it draws into the, yeah. into the slang that we're reading. Into the slang of different. Yeah. You guys went into different slangs, into yeah. different, which, which you can bring up a good point. Now that you said that, Hydra, that you bring up your, um, uh, you know, two languages. Well, that's cool because when you know, see, I was gonna try to learn three, but then I started taking uh, my French class. You know what I'm saying? So that didn't work out, but. I'd love to have been a couldn't, fly couldn't on that wall. Couldn't be Spanish because my mama would always whip my ass because she was there speaking to me in Spanish. So <laughs> here's what I I, I, I confirm to this. Now, you ever heard this shit, right, Hydra? You heard this shit like Tata and shit like that, right? They're short for names, right? Yeah. Like, do you feel like, like in the world that Hispanics only got superpowers do you see somebody calling themselves La Chata and <laughs> coming out hard with or, some powers? Or, or hey, El Puro. Yeah, hey, come on, man. Like, that's what I was I was leaning into that. That I, I've hanged with so many people that I don't understand. I don't feel like there were certain words that was used in the book that I don't feel that they would have used it themselves if it was in a real life situation. So then that's when I felt he yeah. was reaching. Yeah, yeah. the Kwanzaa yeah. guy who wrote the book, I feel like just turned it up to a thousand, bro. At least the whole, well, what it is, a stereotypical black person, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. at least that's how I, like, that's, that's how I read it. Like an Hispanic, like, uh, oh, only Hispanic people can get uh, powers. Like, you wouldn't see some, some like, 15-year-old being like, Hola! You're culito. I, I, I can't see that. I mean, well, that's gibberish, first of all. Okay, okay. It's not gibberish. Okay, can we can we look at? No, no, yo, 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 yo soy culito. Sorry, soy culito. Can we look at some? Or a me llamo culito. Hey, better AP. Let me talk. Can we actually get someone to talk about reggaeton rappers' names? Can we look at those names and see if they're exploitative? Because I think, you know, besides, you know, there's Daddy Yankee, there's whoever else. But I'm sure there's a few cringeworthy uh, names as a really reggaeton singer. But I think the difference in terms of how 
like black folks versus Hispanic folks have been mainstreamed into like white culture are different roads that yes, both groups have been shit on uh, and continue to be shit on. But I think if you look at the way that black folk had to fight their way in, even into the entertainment industry, there's a history of having to play up and play off of those stereotypes, right? Uh, there are some fascinating articles about uh, some black actors who started doing vaudeville performances and still had to put on blackface, right? And once they were kind of freed of that entertainment tradition in the South, they had to, you know shift the way that they thought about the racial narrative but even in places not as tainted by Jim Crow there was still like this stupid ignorant blackface kind of character that was driven through everything and the same Sambo. thing is true in, yeah Sambo right or the yep. same thing is true in black exploitation films right so I think while some of your critiques of this are correct i think comparing what this would look like for different racial groups i think is problematic because not all roads to oppression look the same and i think these are kind of earnest in the way that black folks have had to overperform to get white audiences to think of and consume the art well, see, I don't think it's the fact that they need to overperform. They actually have to perform to the white audience expectations. Yeah. In order. That's not it's not overperforming, it's underperforming, in my opinion. But I think in, in the realm of kind of playing with the stereotype, right? Like there's some hype. Oh, they're living up to it. Like the vaudeville, right? So not yeah, like exactly. a question of where the bar is. It's a question of like where the construct of black racial identity is in its proximity to whiteness. They have to play to the audience. I mean, yeah. in their audience in vaudeville was, you know, middle to higher up white people because they were the only people could afford to actually come and watch them. Yeah. No, I mean, things start off like, you know, most of the guys that are top in, and top 40 were most people that started on the chitlin circuit and they performed for mainly black audiences before they were uh i don't know the right correct word but appropriated or you know turned on to this is okay and they would you know try to make a black person look as white as possible yeah uh, um you know and most of the consumers of black uh Black art are white people. It's not just, you know, I mean, you know, the hood stuff that represent, you know, you'll see the next, um, you know, the term wigger, I guess, you know, you'll see that, you know, they, it's, it's not like uh, the black culture has no currency. It has currency because it, you know, most of the stuff that, that we like Look at this. has been black and it, it has been formerly black, but appropriated. Yep. Like, think of rock. I mean, rock started as a black music. I mean, blues, black music. Yeah. Um, 
if it's cool, most most likely it started off as a, as a black um, art form. Yeah, capitalism finds a way to sanitize it and market it. Yeah, but you're forgetting <laughs> evolution, though. You're forgetting evolution. I that, think evolution sure. started, you know. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Okay. Start on black. But then you have some people who straight up evolve in the name of capitalism, right? That it's a game recognizes game kind of thing. Yeah, 100 spook. So if they want to be... <laughs> if yeah, they I know, I know. Recognize or be competitive in that arena, right? Then there's an element of appealing to the white capitalist order because that's where more money comes from. And you see some derivations in that now. Uh, that were in, you know, the the front age of the first era of black millionaires, where you're seeing some folks kind of fight the the assimilation in the entertainment or cultural elements. You have a group of young folks who are more racially conscious than decades before in terms of not necessarily looking at racial interactions but looking at cultural studies as a means to understanding their own racial past that's kind of been denied to them in an educational system that's been whitewashed and Eurocentric. Wow, that's a lot of words. Perfunctory. Well, you know, you know, you know, you know that's what, the opposite um, of perfunctory. Took your word. You know what? Opposite, you bring up a opposite of perfunctory. Right you bring up a good point, kind of on that. Um, um, uh, well, you know, I mean, I'm not, you know what, the group passed away, but I don't want to knock them or nothing like that. Like, I just don't remember the damn movie. So you guys remember Philip Seymour Hoffman? Yes. I guess. Yeah. And I guess he won the Oscar. But oh, yeah, yeah, he won the Oscar. Yeah. I swear to God, I can't remember what the hell he won it for. And I know oh, yeah. that Will Smith killed it that year, dude. And when you were talking about that shit, I was like, wait a minute, man. Will Smith killed it that year, and he didn't win shit. And Jamie, I can't remember Jamie. the damn movie Philip Seymour won. I mean, what the hell did he do? He's oh, from my <laughs> hometown, by the way. He won the Oscar. Philip Seymour Hoffman. He's from my hometown. I'm not trying to knock the guy, but if I, can't, if I can't remember your movie, and I remember Seven Pounds, and I remember, uh, you know, Will Smith's movies, dude, like, how can... Seven you pounds. win the Oscar, the but it wasn't seven pounds. I think it was probably the Muhammad Ali movie. No, Maybe. but no, that's what I'm saying. So yes, he plenty. Thank you, Watt. I am legend. I watched I Am Legend like a gazillion times. I haven't I watched it. I Am Legend was not an Oscar worthy movie. <laughs> that's what I'm, but I'm not trying to say that, Rock. I'm not saying that I Am Legend was, a, I'm just saying that his movies are more watched than any of fucking Philip Seymour's movies or whatever. It's, I'm just trying to say. Art about like, how many, how many Oscars of Star Wars? I mean, like, okay, you can tell me Denzel. Nothing, how many Denzel watched Because every time I watch a Denzel movie, this motherfucker has me at the edge of my seat. I don't see him winning a lot of uh, awards. This is what I'm trying. So he does bring up a good point. I didn't well, look at it that way until I mean, your, 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 said it that way. Well, I was like, well, these motherfuckers haven't been winning for years. <laughs> They've been well, shining for years. I think the Oscar he won for. Um, training day, Denzel Washington was given to him because of 
him being dropped for which a lot of people believe he should have won for uh, Hurricane. Um, but instead, instead, was, instead yeah, training, was a great the training day was way better. So you know, instead Are you of Gladiator, training day, bro, number one movie, bro. Because I think Gladiator won during that time for oh Russell Crowe. Training they day top five, bro. They literally gave him career work. Participation trophies. That's what I'm talking Oscar, about. Thanks, Warren. Information yes. for politics. politics. They use it in Hollywood, did, also. Oh my god. For what film did Philip Seymour Hoffman <laughs> Capote win his Oscar? Yeah, he won Capote when he was still alive. Oh, yeah, that's a terrible fucking I've movie. never heard of that film in my life. Terrible you know, fucking, fucking played Truman Capote, who is yeah, a prolific director. Yes, he's a writer. It was a great fucking movie. He wrote and he and Terrence Howard in Hustle and Flow, which everybody thought was amazing. Um, heard a bunch of pimps. But then, of course, whatever was in 2006. You got the best comments. comments. Okay, 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 okay. Who was who was uh? Exactly. What was Will Smith against in Capote? Will Smith was yeah. not that year. Training day. Uh, probably Ali, I'm thinking. Training. Hey, but, Tori. You know, uh, that was so the Will Smith the lost uh, uh, Denzel Washington. Oh, Denzel. Okay. Training day versus Ali. Oh, okay. And then Will Smith lost to Forrest Whitaker. Come on. Capote, as far as an Oscar movie, what are you going to do? Yeah, I mean that's a hand job to the industry, though. That's one well, of the RC I mean, Fartsy films. You know? No shit, that's what the Oscars are all about. Yeah. <laughs> it's Oscar not like, oh, anyways, come on. What do you think? No fucking Star Wars actor has ever won a best Oscar or a best actress or best actor for that's, any fucking Star Wars anything. It's fucking Star Wars, and they got a medal at the end of the movie. I mean, come on. What movie ends in medals? Oh my god! <laughs> what is with you in those medals? Uh, unless it's an Olympic oh, movie. Hey, your hey. argument really Wait, hurts my brain. Wait, getting nominated? That movie sucked. It what? really hurts my brain. Really, really hurts Miguel? my brain. Miguel, <laughs> come back, damn it! Oh shit! Was it cats? Was it cats nominated? My bad. I don't know. I'm just. I'm oh, just. Know, was? Asking, it was. I'm asking a question for like a uh, Razzie, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Cats is nominated. No, Cats, Cats is Tony's. You yeah. idiot. No, they made a movie, Cats. Yes, oh, movie they Cats. did, but the movie was hot garbage. Yeah, yeah that's garbage. why I said a Razzie that's, Award. Dumpster Fire is more appropriate. I never watched it, you know, and because those cats scared the shit out of me in the play. So losing. I'm not going to watch it on TV. Fuck that. Oh. But yeah, there were a lot of people pissed that, like, uh, the year that hey, King Affleck beat Denzel Washington when they made a movie out of Fences, uh, that I that was one cut. of Denzel's best performances ever. And then the next year, Denzel loses to another white dude. Uh, from when he was in Roman J. Israel. So I think, like, when people talk about, you know, the, <laughs> of, you know, the Academy Awards and Oscars so white, it's a question of, like, what does a black entertainer have to do come award season? Yeah. 
Damon. Well, well, they brought up the, uh, the Golden Globes. Uh, Amy Fuller and Tina Fey, they were talking about that. Fuller? About Fuller? how the... Uh, Fuller? Yeah, yeah, you know, Parks and Rec. Um, uh, is that anything like Amy Poehler? I don't know how to say... Okay, whatever. You know who I'm talking about. So. Yes, but you don't. I said Parks and Recreation. Anyway, Upright Citizen Brigade, maybe. Um, so anyway, uh, they brought up that... Uh, the, the council that judges the Golden Globes, I think it's the something, whatever they are. They're the uh, International Council of Broadcasters or News People, News Writers Association of America. But they have no black people in that uh, council, you know, in that group at all that judges the <laughs> that judges the Golden Globes. So. Uh, yeah, you know, definitely representation is needed, uh, you know, in Hollywood. And, you know, it's on the uh, production side. It's on the critiquing side. It's on the, uh, you know, it's on every side. Yeah. And then you, don't, you don't think that's actually, like, uh, any type of weirdness that two white women who have made millions of dollars off of being white women pointed out that fact? No, I don't think that as long as, you know, there's more people of color that get into the industry, that's all that matters to me. It doesn't matter. Sure, as, the, long as, as long the as voice. it's pointed out by two, you know, late 40s woke women, woke white women who are millionaires. I don't know if they're woke or not. They could be intelligent women. You know, woke is, no. is a problematic statement that oh some God. people don't like to use. I'm saying uh, educated <laughs> people are, want to bring up... Uh, the, the lack of color in uh, the nomination well, side. I'll agree with with Walk uh, and uh, in part with with Rock that you know sure white women talking about problems for people of color, but I also think it's an acknowledgement <laughs> of position of privilege, right? Like they had the stage to do it, they had the power, they were given a microphone to run a show, so. If they want to fire that shot, they have did the they? ability to do it. Okay. Yeah. Did they hire anyone of color? I get that's what you're saying, Rock City. Did they actually use their power to hire someone besides just putting it out? I don't know that fact, but I know that they probably use women of color in their writing staffs for the, you know, for the art that they put out. I mean, I could only hope, but, you know, it's not. Not saying that you know their statement could just be to, you know, put some hype on their name. That could be also a uh, true rock city. No, no, no. I'm not saying they put hype on their name. I'm just saying they're basically just uh, basically. Oh, would you say virtue signaling? Up, up, no, they're up on a soapbox, basically trying to do something, but. Basically, their whole career is a product of the thing they're trying to "quote unquote" rail against. Uh, what are they trying? Uh, they they, they took all the, the they took all the theme. profits, and they're like, "Oh, well, now that I've made all my money, well, this is wrong." <laughs> all the all the all the all the things I I was afforded, all the benefits I was afforded. Uh, well, yeah, I'm, 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 I've got you know tens of millions of dollars now. Well, now um, those things are wrong. 
Yeah, most, where were most they? Fucking socialists, anyways. Yeah, where where were where were they? Uh, you know, when they were first hired in you know the office or SNL or anything like that, they weren't like they were like, oh, I'm sorry, you know, I I won't I won't I won't portray this person in a parody because it it might be offensive. No, they just fucking did it. Yeah. Are you, are you um, saying that the? Are you trying to say that their artwork was uh, racially? And, and oh, okay. So or, now it's artwork no. because they were. No, poor. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to. Argument. I'm trying to understanding what you're saying. That's Rock's argument is that the system that they decided to rise up and critique now has been unjust the whole time. Yeah, so, it has. Until they were able to effectively milk it to a point in their career where they had privilege, then. They decided to shoot it instead of fighting against the injustice the whole time. Right. And I think that's a very valid criticism of a lot of people who come out against unjust systems at times is like, if it's been so bad all the long, like why fire this shot now? Exactly. Fuck those people. Could you say it's a uh, knowledge of them not knowing how many no, per no, capita? No. Like no. I mean, I mean, how many stats do you get about how many People are white and black that are contributing to the Golden Globes. I mean, I, I don't have that information. But apparently, they were in there and well, they do. They we're talk, to we're talk not about talking it. about the fucking Globes, Golden Globes anymore. We're talking about the entertainment industry I, as a I, whole. I'm talking about what they found out and that they wanted to talk about. Oh, I don't even know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. But I, you know, that's all I'm asking you. I'm not asking you to. What was the saying, name of that movie like, though? Thunder. Like, what was the name of that movie? Thunder, Thunder, yes. Thunder. Yeah. You know, and that was a very it's good. Uh, Tropic Ooh. Thunder was a very good, uh, a good film about talking about what you know how the industry was. I think that's very. Are you kidding me? <laughs> very similar to what's going on, like. The, the, Dude, the, I don't see anybody complaining about the Wayne's brothers in the white chicks. Where where's that? Where's that like uproar? Yeah, where's the mobs at? Well, I mean, you know, know, how many? yo, yo, Eddie Murphy's been doing that for years. Yes, those guys did both white face and bitch face. <laughs> you you don't you don't hear any uproar about that, huh? They took well, I mean, how many Medea movies are out? Hey, they pretended as black men to be hey. white women. They took those parts from real hardworking white women, bro. Exactly. <laughs> Transgendered <laughs> black women. Suck on that whack. So how many parts did Eddie Murphy take in the, in the clubs? You know, so to everybody who was proud of us oh, prior, coming to America two comes out tomorrow tonight, 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 and I'm gonna watch it, and he's gonna play a Jewish guy, and the barbershop Eddie Murphy in Coming to America two, which comes out tonight at whatever. It's gonna come out on March fifth. I'm watching. Playing a Jew? Yeah, the guy in the barbershop. Oh, is it a white Jew or just a Juju? No, it's just a Juju. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, a Jew that's white. Yes, a Juju. Just, that's a just Juju. A Juju. No, 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 no. Not a black Israelite. <laughs> Apples and oranges. No, no. That's not right. Play. That's not correct at all. What's I don't know. Right? I don't really care for that film, so I don't know. 
Did you never see Coming to America? Oh, you fucking suck. Nah, i never seen it. Of the, the only, the only, the only white person... The only no, white like person trading spaces, America. Or trading places. Um, was Louis Anderson? Yes, Louis Anderson was the only white person in coming to America. Basically oh because God. the studio you told him they had to have one white person. Did they? I mean, he's yes. a comedian. And living color. Yes. Okay. And that's that's they gave him a list of like four white people. Be they like, you got to have a white person in here. Pick out of these four people. I really don't know. Louis part Anderson of the... <laughs> was who they picked. <laughs> why? Why pause it? The last five minutes. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, Meta was supposed to be here. He, he was the, the black he guy. Was... He didn't show up. Oh, there you crazy. go. We couldn't come correct because the only black person you know to come on a comic talk show <laughs> couldn't come keep the white people in line. Jeez. Well, no, AM's black, but he went to bed. <laughs> and he doesn't care about our talk. No, he's not in bed. Can I make he's, money he's... off these stupid white people? Okay, we're good. <laughs> no. No, AM AM be real with you. AM be real with you. He's he's in his room chilling with his wife, and his wife is white as hell. I drag him over here. Like white, white. I drag him back over here. Yeah, he's he's doing his he's doing his bonding time. Today's is Thursday night, chill night. Wait, is oh yeah, I'm oh I'm, I remember that when I saw those uh, two old rich white guys. I saw that. I saw that clip. Yeah, he'd be like, "Hey, Mortimer, I bet you <laughs> I can I can ruin this white guy's life and switch it with this black guy's life, For this homeless black guy's life." I bet you a crisp dollar. I love that movie. They didn't talk about bet betting a crisp dollar. They just made a bet, and then at the end, yes. it was a crisp hey. dollar. Sorry, they didn't actually say that. They said the usual <laughs> bet. Yeah. And, and you find out in the end it was a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> you won, Mortimer. Hey, Kaiju, what up, fam? <laughs> yes. So, uh, getting back to this book. <laughs> from Vaudeville. Wait, wait. Yeah. From, yeah. From, yeah. Like, 45 yeah. minutes ago. I never think that the Wayne brothers <clears throat> just of fight on or whatever but are discriminated yeah hold on tori what did I you have to say? every flick besides i mean i didn't like white girls i'm gonna be what honest. do you have to say tori about all this about all what <laughs> this Craziness? current conversation um, i think that the entire entertainment industry is ran by the one percent elite anyways so it's all rigged and that it's all set up to make everybody angry, and that the only reason more things are coming to light is because anything only makes a difference in numbers, and there's more people aware of the shit going on or wanting to make a difference. So that's where yes, the breed and yeah. is the losing axiom of life. Cash rules everything. My conspiracy theorist in me just takes everything back to. It's all fucking control and programmed anyways, so like you're only gonna see what you want, what they want you to see. And 
there's always going to be that ever ending wedge of diversity, like of the race war between us, uh, because they're always going totally. to wedge that between us. I don't know. If, I don't know about the race war segment, but I mean, Ooh, sorry, like Chris. all of it, like just the racism Miss in general, and just like all of it, like where I'm it's unfairness, three. and even when it is like. Everybody's equal. They're still mm -hmm. not equal. It's all just ultimately controlled yeah. by like the one percent, and it's yeah. like the way that it they devise it to be. It's the system that they have it to create all of us to be pissed off at each other. So ultimately one of the conversations is. that we have in class when we talk about race and politics, we talk about Black Lives Matter and White Lives Matter and Blue Lives Matter. All uh, lives right, matter. All of these different. <laughs> elements of you saying they don't want mission uh and one of the things that i'll then no, i never said that especially <laughs> in the last two years uh so uh ice ice tea and body count have a song that's called no lives matter and it's about how white elites use racism to stoke or racial differences to create wedges between impoverished groups. Uh, I wouldn't call them white elites. So who who's the 1% then? Elites in general. Not all of them are white. All right. Well, we all know the Rockefellers are in the 1%. Let's just be real. Right. Let, <laughs> let me get the names of the mixes, um, Hydra. Hey, I ain't got the names, but trust me, they're not all white. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because the rest of the one percent are reptilian. <laughs> hey, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? They, they're playing whiteface. You know who's the man in most of these uh, black exploitation films? You know. Yeah, but that's all based on what? Based on their uh, their narratives. Yeah, their narrative. <laughs> so, like, your amount of success in the entertainment industry ultimately resolves behind. How much of the population you can control through your media and your platform itself of what message you're going to portray across, ultimately how much shit they can sell of what image and message they want you to divert to everybody and that you're willing to sell of your soul. Whatever portion you're willing to sell of yourself, 100%, ultimately decides on how far you are going to go through this entire thing. How can you make this statement, but also say the 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 media is liberal? Because the one percent ultimately—that's who you sell your soul to. How much of it do you ultimately want? How much of it are you ultimately driving toward? But does that sound liberal to you? Like well, liberal? Uh, here's where I think you need to use the term media. Carefully. That's why I don't like. Right? Because there's the news media, and then there's entertainment writ large. The only intersection between those two items is being backed for advertising dollars. I gave you a mod, Hill Hydra. So it is a question of when you put your product into the market, do you have something that advertisers are willing to buy ad revenue for, right? And that's more true for television than it is anything else. And I think in this era of people getting too quick to judge things like cancel culture and shit like that, 
like the moment that some of the folks on Fox News said some shit that went a bridge too far, and Whoosh. the CEO of Fox News pulled these people off the air, right? People were immediately like, cancel culture, cancel culture, free speech, free speech. But in a world where Fox News is going to lose its nut by advertisers threatening to pull their money off because the public writ large is reacting to, you know, statements that are perceived as unjust or incorrect. That is not a question of liberal or conservative. That is the question of the market reacting to what people think is or is not acceptable. And, you know, people talking about like fucking Dr. Seuss and cancel culture and all of that stuff now, right? Like, all of that stuff is just kind of fake distractions away from look at whenever anything controversial happens. Sure, people might get pissed off at something that's said on television or in a movie, but as long as you know big corporations are there to back it up with their advertising dollars, who the hell did you go rack? It all interlocks. You there, Rex? Yeah, I think it's uh, closely tied. But to say one is liberal and one is conservative is just, <laughs> they're all at the bottom line is they just want their money. You know, um, you know, the wrestling practically got X-rated when I was growing up in the 90s and 04. And now they're toning down. They're using less cool moves. They got rid of the... I don't know, but I haven't seen a cool tables, ladders, chairs, matches, matching ages since it was the Dudleys, the Hardys, and, uh, you know, Christian and Edge. That's but, because I mean, those motherfuckers don't get insurance from the WWE because <laughs> they are treated as independent contractors. Yeah, yeah. But that's a whole other topic for a different day. So I'm yeah, sure if we wanted to talk about, like, invasion from planet WrestleTopia or over the ropes, then we'll, yeah, we'll talk about or, this. Or... Or ten ninety nine bitches. Yeah. But I'm just saying that, you know, it wasn't a big deal. And now they're just trying to say that uh it's because of the concussions, but it's just because they never insured these guys yeah. in the first place. Yes, because they were independent contractors. They uh, use that as a tool to make money. Yeah. Yeah, I know Walmart does that too, but <laughs> I mean every you know, um Doctor Sue's why what do you call it? Every uh <laughs> Whatever you call it, corporation <laughs> is like that. No, Walmart uh, doesn't do that, the by line. the way. Hey, they Walmart, just, Walmart they're not independent. Just, uh, they just don't make you a, a full-time employee. Correct. That's <laughs> that's a big difference between a 1099 and a part-time employee. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty fucked. They both suck. Yo, Dr. Seuss just sold for 600 bucks on eBay, but they're starting to take them all down, like eBay is. They're starting to take down all those books. Shoot. So you have it. Congratulations. Not surprising. Dr. Seuss is like Harry Potter numbers. Probably what? getting close to Bible level. I mean, how many people <laughs> bought the cat? How many people bought the cat? This is twice walk. How big is your ass that you need to talk out of it? Are you quoting? <laughs> no, I'm saying like the rarity. That's why Walk's of a... camera is off because he's just in the background. Like... He's like, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. No, I'm saying the rarity of a Dr. Seuss cat in a hat book is like uh, the Bible or the fucking 
but Harry it, Potter series. It's like specific. you're never gonna run out of copies. It's specific books that are deemed as no, now like culturally insensitive, which are very. They're it's off. The, they're off ones. You yeah, it's probably the that I teach them. my kids when I teach World War Two. Right? It's like here's Doctor Seuss's like anti-Japanese propaganda that he was conditioned or commissioned to write. Yeah, exactly. That's why I think it's bullshit that they're not printing them anymore. They're teaching tools. Be yeah. like, listen, kids, this is what people believed back Who's then. Sad. This was probably the most popular kids book back then. Uh, Dr. <laughs> Seuss uh, propaganda <laughs> is the yes, most popular. It was, it was propaganda. It was I propaganda. Think, I mean, Captain America was also, you know. Anti-propaganda. Yeah. I like, mean, think, think about all the... I'm sure Jack Kirby drew hella racist characters. I mean... You know, are they gonna? They're probably. Looking at the you're gonna you're gonna try and lead the charge to cancel him too. I never led any charge to cancel anybody. I said that you should en encompass that. Yeah, this guy hey, fucking ahead. drew uh, um, racist depictions of Asians, and for someone to say that's not racist is untrue. Or like, have you seen the images? You know. That's that was just the normal. That like, was just the norm back in those yeah, days. We can call I know. Racist. I know, and I'm saying it, it, was, it was definitely racist, but it wasn't like exactly. So you should say anything that doesn't that it doesn't agree with modern day, you know, expectations should be immediately just erased from history. I yeah, never said ridiculous, be, but I never like, said it should be erased. I just said I've seen it, and I said like. What, you know, the depiction I saw from my buddy who showed me like in 04, I was like, it's hilarious because it's so freaking, <laughs> uh, it's just so racist to begin with that, you know, Ooh, I can't shit. believe this came out and this was okay back in the day. But I've seen an old fucking uh, a movie. I think it might have been Cleopatra, but I'm not sure. It was like an old, you know, they played on PBS, but it was like the guys sniffing farts and saying that's a fucking delicacy where I'm from, which is just like, you know, like you don't even want to look at my fucking culture. Oh, to talk oh my God. And that's, that's how, and no, no. And that's how it was back in the days. And here's, you know, people of color historically didn't get their say. And you, ever, of you ever heard of this, uh, this term, those who don't learn from history are doomed to repeat it. Yeah. Okay, I get that, but I'm saying no, you that. Don't. How am I don't. not saying that? Did I say that? Did I say to cancel Dr. Seuss? No, I said I saw the clip and yeah. said, like, "Yeah, that's fucked up." But I didn't so, say like cancel him. I said, "You, you all should know that the cat in the hat also did this." What's What's wrong about me yeah. playing and that it, in history? Culture. I didn't say to cancel him. Looking at cultural relics in a vacuum. I mean, if we're going to cancel Dr. Seuss, why aren't we canceling Disney? He and tells our that, kids sucks all the fucking yeah, time. Exactly. Disney was a, historically the most racist company in the history of any the company. Most famous and that's where I'm about to go. So uh, my five-year-old wanted to watch like Aladdin, The Return of Jafar the other day. So I turned it on and now there's a disclaimer at the beginning of that film that's like, this has fucked up ways of looking at certain cultures like in a more eloquent Disney way of saying that and it's like we don't want to get rid of it but we think there are conversations worth ha having here and I saw that and looked at my wife and I was like have you fucking seen that before 
And she's like, yeah, look at all of the Disney stuff from the 70s, 80s, 90s that has... Are you kidding me? Anything from the Disney's from Inception on. Oh, yeah. Those were the days, man. But, like, even some of those instances where it's got, like, more covert than overt, like... It's got those things in there, and where I think Disney is doing it right is exactly what both the person to the left and to the right of me on the screen are saying. Getting rid of it is 100% problematic, right? Because there are teachable moments from those things. But holding them up as like, here's the instance of let's watch these things and go like, oh, this is what all brown people are like. It is all down to good <laughs> parenting, good teaching, going like, uh, here's the entertainment value in this movie, but here's where that's fucked up. Yeah, Carolina Chris, every time my kid, my five-year-old wants to watch Pocahontas, I'm like, oh, you're the fucking white devil. <laughs> uh, like, that one for me is one of the, the most egregious or like he got mad that the new live action Mulan didn't have a dragon in it. And I was like, <laughs> hey, buddy. Yeah, but see, at this still at the same token, like Disney. Uh, I mean, the the kid, the movies I watched when I was a kid, I didn't infer anything from them. I was just a wide eyed kid. I was just I wasn't like, oh, there's a brown guy. He's the fucking devil. Because he's the bad guy. No, that wasn't that wasn't the case. Yeah, we're not saying that that's what you believe. We're just saying that um, they're they're just saying that that's what could what possibly somebody could believe. No, okay, I have an example that I used when I watched uh, early. I think it's Bugs Bunny, oh, but uh, but I would see the depictions of natives and they would do that wah, 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 yeah. thing, and and I you know. I'm growing up as a native kid and I'm using that, you know, and I got to be told by my mom, like, that's not what we did. And I was like, Oh, okay. Well, uh, you know, but I'm watching this example and I can see how impressible youth can be, um, you know, directed in the wrong direction about certain cultures just by watching it. I mean, I had the same thing when I would watch karate films and I thought every Asian kid knew karate, you know, I mean, you know that's all right. So you're bro. saying you're you're a Native American who's racist against Asians. Okay, all right, fine. What, whatever. Thank you, and and and, the, and we got fucking speedy fucking Gonzalez, like a fucking rat dog. Yeah, like, 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 serious. I'm you're all really quick runners, right? Well, no, they have the other character, Slowpoke, and all these guys are lazy Mexicans having siestas all day, and the only fast one is Speedy Gonzalez. That's where the the problem comes from. Yeah. You know, that's where, like, those depictions are, like, dragging the lines matter. I I, I get what you're saying. uh, Do these create good conversations that we can learn from, right? I mean, where are we having those... You know, where are we having those conversations? We we should just get rid of them all because they're... Especially 20s and 30s. No, I'm not saying that we should get rid of them. I never said that. I just said that. I'm not saying that's what you said. Those are problematic... uh, I'm saying that's what everyone else says. That's what the most extreme side of cancel culture says, right? And, like, what really is sucks for me 
is that a lot of students in the building uh, know that I'm very in tune with a lot of pop culture shit because I make a bunch of bad references or at times try and make topical ones to be... Which most of them don't understand. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So, like, the moment a celebrity, like a musician or someone in film or TV, like, when Me Too happened, they're like, all right, where are your thoughts on this? And how do you separate the art from the artist? And it's like, you want me to distill that loaded question down to a 15 second clip that you can put in the newspaper good luck for that nah right like, <laughs> it becomes a look we can acknowledge that a through z person is fucked up we can look at their contribution in art and go here's where they did some interesting things to contribute to art but they as a living breathing human being was a sack of shit so it's different from going like here is where the art is okay, but fuck that person. They should find firefighters. Yeah, we have that token. with like Michael Jackson and R. Kelly, you know? Yeah. Those are the same token but I don't, you know, nothing's been proven with Michael Jackson, but I mean, it's definitely been proven with R. Kelly. <laughs> but I don't see nothing wrong with a little bit of bump and grind. <laughs> unless unless they're of age. Not that's okay. that's that's very eloquent. Um, uh, on the same token, I'm talking about actual real artists, not R. Kelly. Um, you have to take you have to take historical context into account. What about Michael Jackson? Then, I mean, no, but like, where's there a historical like, context? Like, what, like, you Michael said Jack, like sex abusers, like predators all of those people there's no historical content terrible but like like walk said there was nothing proven so why should we be up on his dead junk yeah but (laughs) if where rock's point is good right if i am creating a bunch of art or media representations or stories that are racist right now dial back to me writing that in the 20s and going like, here's where they get a free pass from 85% of society. Yeah, you're going to pay me to write uh, bad, you know, I'm not saying it's it's right. I'm just just trying to write of of Asians. Yeah. Shoot, I'm I'm Dr. Seuss. (laughs) You know, I can't draw though. Like, that's that's the point though, right? That Anytime, like when we teach kids to think like a historian, because that's the million dollar phrase. Oh, okay. Because in the 40s, rampant xenophobia wasn't in effect. Yeah. Yeah. We shouldn't take that into account. No, nobody said that. I mean, we are taking that into account in a historical sense. You have to look at something when it was produced in context Mm -hmm. to look at the audience of the time. The zeitgeist. A judgment in the time. Zeitgeist, really? And then make <laughs> What's a, going on? Oh, my God. The, the talk of the town. Yeah, oh, my God. Good night. Good night. Oh, later. Good night. Good night. Good night. She's right to leave early. Hi, Tori. Because she didn't do her homework, so she didn't. She don't even know how to talk about black right now. We talked about the topic <laughs> in like twelve seconds because I was like, I wanted to see how we talked about race in a comic, 
And then it was like, hey, fuck you, fuck this, fuck that. Oh, this is all fucked. No, I really, really yes, really. No. It, it I tried about, to steer uh, it back bodies. like 35 <laughs> minutes ago, but that didn't happen. No, this is what the uh, conversation veers to when we talk about a uh, comic of this uh, nature. I mean, in the sense, it got us talking, and that's probably yeah. the the motive of the writer. So he is successful in what he no, wants us to talk no, about. No, that wasn't the motive of the comic at all. <laughs> okay, you okay? Let me hear uh, what your motive of the comic was. I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put it to you guys in a quick, in a quick kind of a little little situation. <laughs> you guys can understand. And Rock, you'll you'll get this because you'll see how you, you're kind of not seeing it. In that situation, but I'm not trying to knock you. I'm just letting you know. So, a AM's wife invited us all to a diner. Hell yeah. I'm not going to name the place. I'm not even going to name the establishment. I was but go. in the diner, on the top ceiling, you know how they do all the decoration and all that stuff? With a bunch of Confederate flags, Alabama, this, this, and that. Now, AM ate. We all ate. We all had a good time. And I noticed he kept looking up at the ceiling, and I looked up myself, too. And I noticed... All the the decoration and everything in the in the tribute that they were doing to the South, we saw all that. At the end, when Mike got into the car, he just told his wife, "I don't want to come here again. I don't, <laughs> don't bring me here again." And that's cool. Now, what you got to understand and realize, she didn't understand why. Now, what Ann was trying to explain to her is like, "I know the history. I know that, and all that shit. I just don't need to be reminded every day. And if they want to." glorify that that's cool and that's them but i don't gotta sit there and just watch that and enjoy myself which we did he didn't say nothing even i was looking at it and i was like wait a minute you brought this motherfucker here (laughs) 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 even i was tripping balls she's and looked at it in the wrong way though rock she thought she was taking out michael out to eat so that's why he didn't make it a big deal, Rock. He enjoyed the meal, ate the meal, meal, gave the tip, <laughs> but he well, we, never been there again. And ain't nobody want to go see and sit there and just watch it and just be glorified on W ceiling, Rock. Like he said, okay, all right. Well, of, fine. Let me let me finish. Uh, like like let me say what AM said. Now, baby, if it was a bunch of American flags, I wouldn't give a shit. That's not what I saw. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got to be realistic, though, Rock. And see, his wife didn't see it that way. She was just seeing it as a regular restaurant. But what do you want AM to see? A regular restaurant, Rock? Are you serious? <laughs> like, come hey, on. Wait, hold okay. Well, on. on the same token, how 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 are those uh, those uh, those racist flags personally effective AM? Oh no! You see, that's what I'm saying. That's what he said. Um, how, how, is that? how is that? How is it personally affected? See, this is what you don't understand. AMA doing a petition to cancel no one. He didn't go and just uh, twenty signatures so they can close down the restaurant. He didn't do all that. He it's just decided it affected not to him go there enough. again. Mm-hmm. He said, "I don't want to go there." What he just told his wife, "Hey, just don't bring me there again, and we good." Like it's just no, it didn't affect nothing. But what were you? What do you want me to say? It just it made him feel uncomfortable. I wonder why he's not here hold to explain on, on, it. 
I'm trying to explain it to you. I'm going to have to bring him on the next time. I'm trying to explain it no, to no, you. No, no, no. He I'm, has I'm, to I'm answer that question. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to answer that question. That's not my question to answer. Time out, time out, I saw that he was in pleasure at the end of the meal. So what yeah. I thought, when I saw him, it, what do you want me to say? I don't know. I mean, I mean, did, did somebody, would somebody with a Confederate flag string up one of his fucking relatives? Uh, no, but that's usually no? in the history of what it is. It is yes, but that history, <laughs> that history doesn't affect him personally. I, I think it affects no him enough to feel bad about going to certain places again. Like, I mean, first of all, it's not a racist flag uh, at all. Correct. I mean, it gets flown over here all the time, you know. I mean, you're telling me AM wouldn't like my yeah, I'm sure black people bro? love it. Yeah. No, 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 no. The, 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 the. It was no. You, hey. you should have hey, seen it. Dog. You should have seen it. It wasn't. It wasn't like like. The South Shore rise again. <laughs> it was. It was plenty of pictures, brother. That it was just making them feel. Un it will make you feel him uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Yeah, so he didn't I, like going to good old boys cafe. Yeah, like, and, and, yes, in Southern California, I'm sure they showed like lynchings and all that shit. They're like, yeah. What's wrong with the good old boys? No, that's why I'm trying to spread. This town is, you won't see like maybe like one or two, three black guys out of like 30, 40 people. So, no, it's that's why, again, Rock, she, she didn't see it that way. He saw it another way. <laughs> she and, comes from that town. He does a lot of a lot of California. Yeah, I'm trying farming, to explain to you, Rock. Not know? everybody sees things the same way. She's well, born. There. I'm just trying to She's say, from like, from there, her family is from there. She's used to go to that diner all the time, so she didn't see it in a bad way. She probably still doesn't. Exactly. I'm and not telling married. you that that's a bad or a wrong. I don't give a damn. What I'm saying is, what I was trying to explain to you, in the sense of what, what we were talking about, is that. I seen people feel uncomfortable, so I get what the two points that you guys were bringing. You, I can understand. We don't have to cancel nothing because what I feel is we learn from the past and we learn from everything. But one of the things is that I don't glorify people that take L's. I just don't. If you took an L, you took an L. I'm not here to glorify you. I'm not here to raise your flag. You took an L. If you were, if you took the W, we were over here. We would be waving your flag. But we didn't. You took an L. So there's no glorifying that. I don't it, see that. So I'm not, in a different situation. Not rock per se. <laughs> not taking L. Yeah. No, I know. I'm the white devil. He doesn't miss his... We're not saying yeah. rock yes. misses his uh, confederate flag. That flag like, now yeah. over yeah. here represents like, uh, you know, people are close to it because of family, right? So... Well, that's, like what they kinda... to say. that's what they want to say. Well, of course. No, it's I'm, what I'm... it is. It's, it's what it is. I don't serve people. I don't serve well, people that have With, with, with some, people, with some people, but not 100%. A lot of people, though. That's that's you flag. can say the same thing about this. On Hispanic, you can play that shit all the day, all the day, all the damn time. Like, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't look at things differently. I just say that I saw it in him. I actually wasn't really tripping in the restaurant. What I was just trying to bring up to a point is if people do still feel uncomfortable in 2020, 2021, then those are good topics to, that we should be having. Yeah. And yeah, if that's you see what I'm saying? It's AM's truth. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah. So we, think- we'll bring him on the show, and, and since I brought up this story, and we'll ask him why he, he, yeah. he felt uncomfortable, and we'll let him answer it. But see what but I'm saying? I, I can't ask your point. And, and, and I, don't, say I don't know what happened. I don't know if somebody did something to his family member. You know, he's like my brother. I haven't really heard anything like that, so I know him a lot. Real good to know that. No, but I saw it in his face. He felt uncomfortable. But I think <laughs> the, the standard <laughs> of putting AM's feet to the fire and going – you have to tell us why you were offended or the standard of, oh my God. you know, are you personally offended by it is problematic, right? Because I think if yeah. anything was if AM was like, burn this diner down, fuck this, fuck that, fuck that, you, right? No, nah, he was never like that. Though. But yeah, yeah, I see what but you're I saying. But I think <laughs> in the way that, that KM is kind of representing AM's truth, right? If his argument is that he saw the the confederate stuff all around sure some people will see that as elements of honoring their family right even if they're on the side of history that took an l Mm -hmm. you have black folk in the united states who can directly or indirectly connect their line to slavery in the u.s but even if they can't that slat that flag said that you are less than human. You are justified as property. You are not a person. And I think the meaning of that flag, again, looking at it through the lens of history, is something that should make anybody who's not white uncomfortable because that flag was demonized to, used to demonize anybody who didn't look like look white, most notably black folks, right? I think when we have these broader conversations about it, right? Like I get all of the arguments about, you know, it's family. We will remember these things or it's a racist symbol. I will tell you one of the things that finally pushed me past my boiling point personally. And I was open with my students about this. When the moment you saw a fucking Confederate flag flown in the Capitol during the, the, you know, the fucking insurrection. Uh, That's where I was like, these motherfuckers are trying to represent the symbol of what could not happen during the Civil War. You know, the British, they owned that shit and burned it to the ground. We never have seen a Confederate flag flown in 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 the Capitol building. And the moment that that happens and you see in a modern context people flying that flag as a part of a movement to invoke that hatred, to invoke that ideology. Like I think as a white person, I don't get to look at a person of color and go, you need to defend how this flag is hurt. Uh, Because it's being used as that element of hate. And even people in the chat are acknowledging that right. Where there are instances where you see the flag flown and it's commonplace. It is not, you know, burn everything down in the end of the world. But you've seen a new appropriation of the Confederate flag, even the fucking don't tread on me flag. The Galveston flag. Yeah. That I might take, like, I have two versions of that flag flying in my classroom where I might take those down because of the way that they've been appropriated in modern culture. Because 
even if I try and train students in the same way that I think and the same way that a lot of us in the panel think, right, that we will look at it through a historical lens. I have kids walk in my classroom and see that fucking Gadsden flag and go, oh, this fucking guy. And it's like, no, oh, wait, that's it's not me. But they see the symbol. It's Gadsden? And yeah. Okay, I said Galveston, my bad. All right, uh, all right. They see the symbol and they yeah. immediately judge me based on it. And it's while like that's a grander problem with our culture, right? Those instant judgments, yeah, we need to be respectful or at least acknowledging of the symbols we use. Like here in my background, before I put these two pieces of art up, I had a trans Black Lives Matter flag flying. And when I put these pieces of art up, I in immediately had people on Instagram like, where did your flag go? Why this? Why that? And my answer was, I'm about to start remote teaching a brand new cluster of students. I need something that is neutral in the background. Once they know that I'm willing to talk about anything from any standpoint and listen before I judge, right? then that can eke back into something that I share with these kids who have known me for less than four weeks. Yeah. Oh, sure uh, okay. So you're saying that you actually night. want kids to think for themselves, not try and basically purport anything that you deem worthy upon them. Correct. Yeah. 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 I, mean, I wish there was more of that. That's how it should be. They can That's think for themselves with that flag in the background, regardless. But yeah, you're just starting. If off you want to go to hypocrisy, uh, fucking the swastika was once an ancient Chinese peace symbol, which was uh, well, adopted a, by the fucking Nazis, and well, now it's on a lot of Native American stuff too. I mean, uh, there's basketball teams with oh, the swastika God. on their jerseys. No, I mean, there I, isn't. I've been to Arizona and uh No, there isn't. They have a tapestry and it has the the swastika. That's why I get bummed out when I see the Punisher logo sometimes. Oh my god. I go up to someone thinking I'm mean, talking about comics and they're like, "No, I'm not about comic books." Yeah, I oh. I thought that too. I was like I was like, "Oh, you're a Punisher fan." You'd be like, I was like, uh, "What did you think about blah 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 blah?" He's like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "The Punisher?" Oh. You've got the logo on your truck. Like, I don't know what Welsh that is. Nah, I just hate black people. If Welsh <laughs> wants to hop in, I'll hop out for a bit because I'm like, I'll still type in the chat and I feel like I've talked way more than I should. But <laughs> I it definitely, if someone from across yeah, the pond wants to hop in yeah, and whoever. give their perspective, then I'll hop out. Uh, because I think y'all know where I'm at. As much as I tried to mediate rock and walk, again, it's that. I don't need of, mediation. Yeah, I know. I tried. Yeah. No one's mediating anybody. We're just uh, trying to pair. Whatever. <laughs> no, I got you. So I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna dip out. Y'all will still see me typing, uh, but I'll be back in in full force next week. It's fucking spring break, baby. Oh so hell I'm, yeah. I'm ready for an eight-hour stream next week. If you come I'll back, a like y'all can take a nap, and I'll stand up and read the rules of fucking poker. Well, don't and, worry, I'll I'll gerrymander on this side. Hey, you better come back to spring break with uh, extra beads on and shit. No, 
Oh, throw him some. Oh, oh, oh I, I got some beads up in here. Uh, Iconic Odd, the last Throw him beads. Throw him some beads. Before I quickly anal beads. studio. No, 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 no. Those are for me. I know. I got to keep them. All right. We're I'm hopping like out. <laughs> They'll see me in the chat. I'd impose. Welsh, I'm, I'm excited to hear what you say because I've seen mm. you talk about some shit. I've seen you in chats. I'm ready to put a either a you like your duty of filling this square is you have to be the only motherfucker who turns their camera on. Uh, I mean, I can, <laughs> or you can just chat. Yeah. Well, and don't if worry. nobody else if pops in, then really I'll Welsh, hop, I'm going to be the only one who can understand him. So we'll see if he knows that slang, man. <laughs> well, we'll see if he comes back because he already bounced. Oh, come back in. <laughs> Poser. <laughs> I'll, be Iconic. I'll be looking at boobs every day, not just this week. <laughs> when don't anybody? No one looks at boobs every day. I look at I know, ass. I know I do. Yeah. Nope. I'm a boob guy. I'm an ass man. I'm an ass man. Same. Yeah. He's an ass man. <laughs> like I said, the scat man. There's a scat man channel on, uh, on Spotify. Scat man remixes. 24 7. I'm an ass man. Well, yeah, man. Um, yeah, I mean, this con. <laughs> I don't think we're ever getting back to this comic, but uh, no, I don't. Uh, we was, we last comic for like five minutes. Let me touch <laughs> on the book for a little for a little bit. Off, Give me a second. Okay. I'll say this: I opened the book and immediately it went from a ten to a five. All right, so it's a superhero comic book done in black and white, which I just don't. <laughs> agree I don't agree that superhero anything should be black and white. That you need some fucking color. That was your big, uh, yeah, <laughs> you gave it a five. <laughs> yeah, I gave it a five, and then for I thought you were uh, gonna give it a three or a two. The... No, well, again, just because uh, I thought it was lame, I thought the six issues were lame, so I'm giving it a two. What's what's wrong with black and white, huh? Just doesn't work with uh, superheroes. You, you, you need some hey, color. What are you talking huh? about? Okay. Right. Black and white sometimes, yeah, it doesn't work. You don't like the black what? and white. Strong? No, not not story wise, not the whole damn series. Like, wait, 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 you're saying the... you're saying color has anything to do with story? Uh, yeah, it's a fucking superhero story. Oh my god, that's the most racist thing I've heard today. <laughs> <laughs> it's a damn superhero comic book. It needs color. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You know what I mean? No. <laughs> Crayola color. You know, not I'm not talking racial color. I know, I'm just I'm just I'm just <laughs> being a dick. Oh my god. But uh yeah, we're a little spook. Yep. Thanks for joining us again, brother. Oh no problem. Thanks for having me. All good, all good. Uh so how far uh you enjoying the show? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm kinda glad it went off the rails a little early tonight. It went off the rails pretty fast. 
Oh yeah. Well, it's, so it's we probably in very there. good because if you had showed up in that thing like, <laughs> early on, in your icon, oh yeah, it would have been oh, yeah. really bad. Yeah, like I said, the whole series to me just didn't pop off, you know. So I, I don't know. It's been done before, type of shit. So I just didn't. I I, I didn't like it. But I really liked it myself, to be honest. I don't know. And then and then walks over here saying, "Go read Black as Fuck," and I'm like, "I didn't even like this shit." <laughs> well, okay, okay, because I I read the Black as Fuck, um, Devils uh, Devils Die, and that was done by another artist, and it was in color. Um, but you know, it was just like another artist took uh, took the world that Kwanzaa had created, and they added you know their own uh, twist upon it, and this one dealt with. Uh, a drug in the streets that you know fucked with um you know it was you know it was kind of like the crack but with like extra enough and it comes back a nine four and then it's worthless so what was that yeah I didn't Uh, really understand any of that either so I I, well yeah that was a probably somebody pressing a video on accident but um what about a nine four I don't know the video somewhere. Oh no, I'm just saying that 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 the other just dealt with a, a drug that affected people of color, and also if you had that gene of the superhuman gene, it it really fucked you up. And you know that was a cool take. You know, other writers, you know, of course, uh, Jack Jack Kirby and Stan Lee created the X Men, but I wouldn't say that you know. Their their depiction of the X Men was the greatest period of X Men, you know. Yeah, well, throughout the book, they came just like, you know, uh, going back to white people and all that. But I'm like, if anybody found out that only 0.5 percent of black people had had the capability of becoming superhuman, you'd have the whole planet on your ass. Well, exactly. That was the whole point of the book. Like it was, it was, it was basically putting <laughs> black- keep it low pro. No, they were putting basically putting the black struggle between uh, between running and hiding and being subservient, uh, basically just protecting yourself, or basically being militant. And Kareem, in the end, he was like, "Fuck this! I got a new way," and that's where it ended. That's why I wanted it to go further. Yeah, you know, he took his own way, like he took his own path from the Exactly. And that was that was the whole point of the whole fucking story. You there's not just two paths. You 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 don't have to hide. You don't have to be a fucking militant fucking dickhead. Well there's uh, there's the magnet and, and try and, uh, and try and take you know. it to the fucking man. You can actually choose your own fucking path. There is a better fucking way. If you read the fucking prologues of every single book like I did, you might have understood like where they were going. Like I understood where they're going after the second fucking prologue. You know, that draws parallels to I mean the most comparable book, and that's X-Men. I mean, you know, you had Magneto, no. you had a uh, Professor no. X, and then you had Cyclops, like taking both of the past and and doing yeah. his own thing. Yeah, the that except, except all those are white guys. Well, you know what they were basically depicting, and, and the reason you know Stanley talks about it. He's like, yeah, I basically I know they this until black, black people. This is more of a literal sense, you know, 
of of that trope, in my opinion. But that's what I right. you using the word trope. Try again, but uh, brother, you're not okay. going to use uh, that's the that's uh, the narrative that they were using. That was the uh, narrative they were using. No, it wasn't. But okay, what the the comparison between uh, the Professor X and Magneto uh, scheme of of what you know. I'm just saying the most comparable book to to um, Black is X Men. Except, except uh, normal people were just point of point five of the mutants, not just black people. Big yeah. difference. Well, he basically said that. I mean, you know, Professor X was written, you know, roughly based upon. Malcolm, I mean, not Malcolm X, Martin Luther King and Magneto was uh, Malcolm X. I mean, he's literally, you can see a it's picture of Stanley saying this is both white. white. But yeah, they're, they're right. They're white. white people. Yes, I'm saying that black is like the literal sense. If if oh. Stan Lee was trying to beat around the bush about civil rights, I mean, you know, the guy who wrote this, Kwanzaa, was just like, yo, I'm going to be more literal. Yes, black people are persecuted, but yeah, they also, in this story, the reason why is because they have superpowers. Just so you know, this guy who who wrote it isn't named Kwanzaa. Okay, what's his name? <laughs> that's, a, that's a fucking, like, it, it wasn't Kwanzaa. Hold on. I thought it was Kwanzaa. I, I will tell name. you how to pronounce it properly. That's the name he chose. That's the name he's going to get called Kwanzaa. Yeah, I don't oh, know. God. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Fuck, I'll admit to no, it. No, you are wrong. Kwanzaa Oja, whatever the fuck is last name. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what the name of the creator was. Well, you saying his name was Kwanzaa is is racist in itself. If you want to get technical, it's on the uh, damn book. <laughs> Kwanzaa Os called Kwanzaa. Osage Yefo, probably Kwanzaa. I'll say yay for. It literally says Kwanzaa. Yeah, it says happy yeah. Kwanzaa inside the jacket. Oh, the under, under, under Kwanzaa Osanjefo, it's author. The chicken man. Oh, yeah, I, I, must, I misinterpreted it. I misinterpreted it. has two A's bad. at the end of it. The, the, it's Kwanzaa. His name is Kwanzaa. There's a difference. <laughs> Kwanzaa has two A's at the end. What up, iconic? Kwanzaa. Or Kwanzaa. Yeah, All I'm saying is that X-Men, you know, in the further examples of what we've read, we've, we've seen that, you know, different characters have taken the mantle of a mutant leader. And Magneto at one point was trying to be mutant leader. And Professor X was trying to be, and then Cyclops became the leader somehow from his years of being a child soldier. Yeah, yeah, his name's Kwanzaa. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, never mind. Kwanzaa. <laughs> yeah, see, hey, this, up, this book is, is trying to much. is trying to teach like people oppressed basic black people oppressed. There there there's more than one way. There's more than two ways, essentially. You don't yeah, have to like be. You don't have to five. run and hide. You don't have to be a fucking militant fucking cunt. You can choose a different path. 
Yeah, maybe later they're going to ask for their own sovereignty and move to like a fake island or something. <laughs> like Genosha in the X-Men. You never know. Or they can yeah. all just be put on reservations. <laughs> One of the two. Yeah, problem no, problem. they're going to get wiped the fuck out. No, reservations would be Genosha, the first uh, Extinction Agenda um, Genosha. Or no, is it Extinction Agenda? Whatever, I read a lot of X-Men. <laughs> yeah, uh, it just makes most the most sense to just uh, hunt them all down and, like, you know, stop the lineage <laughs> and get some sentinels. <laughs> yeah, they even had sentinels. I mean, that big black guy. Yeah, they had sentinels. That big white guy <laughs> who also had powers. Just so yeah, you know, I mean, it wasn't that guy wasn't completely white. If you had read it completely. You look white as fuck because to me. Nobody, nobody. He wasn't in white. The world. He was a robot. He was a robot. Well, yeah, technically, yeah, I guess he was a robot. They, they didn't explain shit. They just he wasn't white at all. He was a robot. Okay. So yeah, technically, you're right, Rock. So the robot had powers, not not, not anybody can, else. Can robots be racist? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah too, oh, definitely. <laughs> you ever read okay, early I, Red Tornado stuff? Maybe we should cancel him. I, I wrote a racist. Uh, <laughs> A robot story, and I got in trouble. <laughs> it, it wasn't raised up in price, but, going in um, but yeah, Bender was pretty yes. racist. Huh? Bender from Futurama, he was pretty oh, racist. But... <laughs> <laughs> he, he supposedly he's technically Mexican because he was manufactured in Mexico. His last name's Rodriguez, too. Last name's Rodriguez, yeah. Yeah, no. Let's cancel Bender. <laughs> Insert girder. You racist fuck. 